Have you ever finished Super Mario Bros. 3, Sam? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Famous! Anyway. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Hey. Oh, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Hi. Welcome to Hi, Screen Fiends. <laughs> Screen Fiends. <laughs> yeah, so, so three, 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 three. <laughs> so you do some sort of rap. See, it doesn't because it, it sounds a bit strange because it's episode three for the podcast. But like, if video-wise, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's like, well, like the ninth. Yeah. Could be more. Be like the ninth. Yeah. Look, we're drinking vodka, Episode, so a we don't number. care. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Episode so, something. Episode whatever. Many things to discuss. Yes. So this week's, this week's obviously quite a big week uh, for video game, or this year in, in general, because it's obviously the 20th anniversary of PlayStation. Yeah, so 20 years ago, childhood memories. PlayStation 1 was released and it went on to sell over, it was the first console in fact, to sell uh, over 100 million consoles, which is phenomenal. Uh, obviously it led on to um, PlayStation 2, which I think is still the biggest selling console, uh, 155 million uh, Let me check. I was going to say, I believe Sam's probably going to check for you. About we can actually fact check things now. Yeah. So rather than just like speculate and be we're like, I think, so that's up right. I think that's right. We're so up to date. Well, in that's my... thing called a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> we are really I haven't even got a laptop. I've just got, He's just got I just scribble notes in this. <laughs> that's okay. I'm old school. Crazy. And Pen got, to paper. It's got comic book well, You never know. On. The Wii U could have outsold it by now. <laughs> so you got to keep up to date on this. Oh, in, in the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> Could have happened. Uh, you don't even know. I got some facts on there. Can't even joke. So yeah, so it was kind of a big deal for gaming. It was it's arguably the console that changed how everyone gamed. Uh, some interesting facts as well. Uh, Sony was originally partnered with Nintendo, but when that fell through, that's when they decided to develop the PlayStation. Didn't I see that there was some like old style um, Sony Sony Nintendo crossover? I'm pretty Somebody sure that was had, like, a hoax. Found... Though, I think no, it was. It was a, no, it wasn't a hoax. It was a genuine thing. They were going to work with Nintendo, and they developed uh, the console to to a certain degree. It's crazy. It was going to be a CD thing. It was going to attach onto this onto the SNES, I think. Yeah, because it was a SNES controller, but yeah. it had the Sony and, uh, PlayStation. For whatever it. reasons, uh, it, it fell through, and then Sony decided to go it alone and. Uh, and then they went to make one I, of the most successful I bet successful they felt very foolish. I bet they felt very foolish for uh, messing, missing yeah, I remember they, they had those um, like attack ads, didn't they? Yeah. Um, like the guy dressed as Crash Bandicoot outside oh, yeah. Nintendo offices and stuff. I tell you what, for me, I just get like tingles because it's a real nostalgia trip because I, I remember so much going on back then. I remember seeing the T-Rex demo that they had yeah. to, to demonstrate the graphics. Oh, God. It's going back some, that is. And then I remember first, my, my friend first had it, and I went to his house, and we, uh, what was he playing? Wipeout, I think. It was Wipeout, and I remember seeing Pandemonium for the first time, and I was like, I've just come from, like, the Amiga, and the SNES, and the Master System, and now we've got this. It's mm. just incredible. Yeah, so, I, I we, um, our house went from, um, Sega Mega Drive was our, our first console that me and my brother shared, and then my brother got the PS1 for his birthday. And we still have that PS1, um, but it's in Spain. Oh. Uh, so when we go on holiday, 
Um, we took it over there, so we got something to game on. So I'm still w- any games still working my way through Gran Turismo. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> are we all? Do you remember is how like I remember playing Gran Turismo when I was a kid, and and just thinking, wow, the graphics look absolutely amazing. I know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like, well, it was reflections the on the car. Yeah, it's like it was the best thing that you could have got there. I remember um, Dad getting Tomb Raider, Lara Croft. I remember playing it like that for the first time. That was incredible, yeah. especially as well because I mean, being a girl, typical, isn't it? First female character, and I was like, oh my god, because I mean, I, I'd obviously just grown up. Typical, being a boy, first female character. Yeah. <laughs> first <laughs> female <laughs> character. Look at those polygons. Where's the naked cheekbone? It was a win-win for everyone. <laughs> Tri- triangular well? boobs. Oh, the, for yeah, the shower scene. Yeah, or, yeah. Was there, was, there was like a. There's supposed to be a scene where she, you get to see a nude, apparently. <laughs> that's disgusting who would waste their time trying to find that I know exactly who oh my would, goodness yeah. it's like looking at a buck to Lego through cellophane it's just like <laughs> something I'm actually on? really into I was too busy trying to um, <laughs> I was too busy trying to lock the butler in the fridge I think everyone had to do yeah, that yeah everyone would do that <laughs> that's the best Poor, thing is he still I in the fridge no yeah because he is I still can't believe when I go back because I, I, I always remember the um the, is the assault course is it that's, yeah, that's outside in her garden thing. which I absolutely love doing that I thought it was brilliant but I love that when you jumped up onto the um, the monkey bars the second you were up there perfect like third person view the second you jumped up to the monkey bars ass yeah zoom straight into the ass and watch it move <laughs> it's like really watch it wiggle wiggle <laughs> <laughs> favourite uh, part uh, for any male it's, I mean um, do you know what it took me a long time to figure out because the Nintendo 64 was released in 98 I think and I couldn't figure out how the Nintendo 64 was 64-bit and the PlayStation was obviously 32-bit. Uh, 64 was 96. I, I think oh, way out there. And with the, with the PlayStation, yeah. it's 20 years for us, isn't it? Because I think it was mm. released in Japan in 94. Yeah. yeah. Well, they but got didn't everything. to Europe yeah. and the States until this year. So that's mm. why we're big enough now. Yeah. Yeah. We get and, to uh, now. But I couldn't figure out why the 64 was 64-bit and the PlayStation was 32-bit and, and yeah, they, they looked look so better. different. Yeah. And what it was, eventually, I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, it's because the PlayStation, I think it was the first console to have like text, texture mapping, and the six, Nintendo 64 didn't have te- no. texture mapping, no. so it's 64-bit, but I was like, everything looks really like, blocky and oddly smooth. I don't know, man, have you seen GoldenEye? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stunning game, if I, from what I remember, it's absolutely beautiful. It's so sad, I've got to admit, like when you were back there and you thought, like, this is magical, like this this is incredible, we're at the peak of it. But we were back then, but you go back now and it's like this is not age well at all. I oh, know, it's crazy. It's, it's just... horrible to try and play it, but I mean the gameplay is brilliant, but it's just yeah, graphics wise, you're just like you get like a especially with massive TV screens now, it's like you get like a, a centimetre for yeah, a pixel. Like, <laughs> great, this is good. But um when Luke mentioned um he was doing this as his topic and he's like, What game did we first start playing on there? I was thinking back. Because I think I was I kind of wasted it, you know. Like in like hindsight, you look like oh, I can't believe I squandered the opportunity to play these games. Yep. Mm. I only really played um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, which I still play. It's the same when I go to Spain. That's awesome, Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one I really enjoyed it was Lego Rock Raiders. Lego Rock Raiders. Um, I think that came out towards the two thousands or whatever. But then I was just thinking about it, just like that's ridiculous that they were making Lego games back then. Yeah. And they haven't stopped. <laughs> like yeah. There's always been consistent. Everyone loves good. Lego, that's why. Well, it's but the best thing. It is, it really is, isn't it? It's the number one toy. It, everyone. Ever it's like, it's the one thing you can get every single sort of like film no universe matter, to yeah. get it into one. And it's like, no matter what age range either, you bring out a box of Lego, it will keep anyone yeah. entertained. Apart from it's evil when you tread on it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's true. Do you know what, though, Sam? 
I agree. I didn't, when I first had my PlayStation, I still played on my Amiga first, and I started off more, I went from the Amiga more towards PC. I think the first game I played on my PC was, like Duke, was Duke Nukem. So I actually missed Metal Gear Solid, and I yeah, missed same, Final yeah. Fantasy VII. Um, and so it, it wasn't until a bit later in the PlayStation's life I really started to appreciate it and go back and play a lot of the older games. But it's a shame because there's so many I wish I completed. Yeah, I think with, like Final Fantasy is a great example because you'd see it in all the magazines and you'd be like, what What the heck is this game? <laughs> yeah. And so um, my cousin lent it me and it was like four discs and I was like, "What the? what's going on? And then you put one in and obviously it's turn-based and it's such a departure from what I was used yeah, to. Yeah. I was like, this is... Yeah. I hate this. This is awful. And it's only recently that I've got back into uh, like JRPGs, especially. Yeah. Because I, I bought um, a Vita last year, so yeah. I've been playing like Persona and catching up with all that. So I'm really excited for Persona Five. But as you say, like it's looking back on it, he's like, all oh, these games are coming out, and like I've missed them. Yeah. Type yeah. thing. Um, but they were still there. Like it's it, it's really weird. Like I know so much about games I haven't played from back then compared to like now. Yeah. Is just because you read it so much like magazines man like playstation magazine and all those kind of things and like the demo discs do you know i used to have piles so nice, i started off reading games master and then i ended up reading play magazine i used to have like piles, piles and piles yeah. of magazines um but yeah i was the same as well and uh but even now though it's why i, I still haven't played like the last of us and that and i'm like i'm missing out but there's so many games now <laughs> there's it's so, so many crazy. exactly it's like how do you even start uh, I, I jotted down like a few i went through and in my notepad because uh, i'm old school i jotted <laughs> down like three games that i kind of vividly remembered for each console because obviously you had ps1 ps2 and one two know. three and four go yeah. for it so these were some of the ones that like immediately come to mind for me so uh i don't want to <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I think unlike uh, the PS1 you're um, struggling to read your own writing yeah, as much as me it. and Nikita yeah, right, we're really it's, struggling it's to just, read this, writing is writing. A, this is actually it's hieroglyphs like code. I was going to say it is, <laughs> it is <laughs> like code, code I don't need that to be honest I remember, <laughs> I remember them to be honest I mean Playstation 1 was Tekken uh, Tenchu because we was on about stealth games off camera earlier on and that was the game I mentioned uh, Tenchu was a brilliant ninja game um, and what else did I used to play like, quite a lot um, oh, I'm not sure, man. I mean, Siphon Filter was, but that was another kind of stealth game as well. I used to play Siphon Filter a lot. Uh, and then on the PS2, Time Splitters. Oh, God, what an amazing game. Please, please bring Time Splitters back because it was just superb. <laughs> just little monkeys running around with guns. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, God of War come out on PS2. There's a funny story, and my brother will hate me for this. But my, my brother used to be so bad on computer games that we used to have to sit. He would come into my room and be like, what are you playing? I'd be like, oh, I'm playing like God of War. And I used to have to sit and he would have to I'd do all the running around and he'd just pre press the action buttons. So we finished God of War 1 and 2, <laughs> sharing a controller. Aww. Which is Aww. pretty cool, I Brotherly love. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, on the PS2, I mean, there's loads of games. I mean, PS2 was ridiculous. Was, was Resident Evil 2 PS2? Uh, no, it's PS One. Well, I was going to say, do you want to do the rest of your list, and then we'll ask. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, PS uh, PS Three. I'll come on to the PS Three a little bit later in its life. I was uh, on the Xbox, and then I got a PS Three, and then on the PS Three, I think uh, games uh, I really enjoyed were like Killzone. I, I thought that was a really cool sort of like moody, atmospheric type game. Uh, and then I got back into. I played Hitman originally on the PC, and then I got Absolution on on my PS Three, and that was good to get back into. 
Uh, and then finally, I started playing The Last of Us on PS3. I still haven't finished it, unfortunately, but I've got it on PS4 now. But it, it did stand out what I played. It was very, very good. And of course, God of War, because uh, yeah. because Kratos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just angry. More like Kratos. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, guys. Oh, dear. oh I'm sorry. <laughs> you let yourself out. <laughs> I didn't mention PS4. And do you know what? PS4, I felt... I I felt a little bit, it's been a little bit lackluster. Like Destiny, I've not got into at all. I was really disappointed to it. I could not get into it. I've totally got off Call of Duty games and Battlefield games. It's mm. just the same, the same stuff over and over. What about Battlefront? Uh, excited for that stuff, that looks absolutely stunning. Games that are coming out, Battlefront looks stunning. It's right there at the top. So I was just uh, watching the um, an article while we were getting ready from um, Funhouse on their channel. And they were saying <coughs> that the way that FPSs of like the sales have dropped down, I don't think the Battlefront's going to do that well. Really? Um, but then obviously that's not counting the fact that it's obviously a Star Wars property. It, it, bring it, it will back do up. well. I think it, I don't know if it's going to break. something a lot different to. It looks. It's a different for one. It's a different set piece. It's, it's just. The it's not well. To just like it looks stunning. It, they've captured Star Wars. It feels like a movie, not just like a yeah. Action game and see what because all the war games now are just they bore me and no one's got. I mean, it's a prop. This is a problem that plagues <coughs> AAA games in general, and that's they, no one's really got the guts. Or to be fair, it's a big risk. They cost so much money to sort of explore other storylines. And the only war game that's done that recently uh, was Spec Ops: The Line. Mm. And I really, really, really got sort of commended them for that. And but, also, we're getting to the point now where. Um, because engines are able to make render stuff so realistically, yeah. everything's starting to look the same. Because obviously, if something looks realistic, it's going to look realistic across yeah. everything. <laughs> so it's only the games like Borderlands and yeah. ones that change the aesthetic up that you can notice it being different. Yeah, that, I think we'll start seeing a lot more of that. I think this and is that, why, that's we've why seen, the Star Wars yeah. one is good because like the explosions look like the movie explosions they don't look just like a normal it does it, yeah. game it does feel like the movie is perfect well. Uh, well from the look of it it looks stunning I mean uh, it's been for me personally this generation has been the rise of the indie sort of game it started on last generation but this generation you've accessibility got, definitely yeah, yeah. you've got yeah. like Rocket League and you've got like yeah. all these games Things coming out that, the woodworks they, they fundamentally prove that it's not it's not just graphics it's it's intuitiveness and uh, and gameplay that are equally as important as having graphics that looks that look stunning, and uh, so I've got so much into the indie games. I never thought I would get into indie games as much as I have, and I, I can't believe. Uh, and you guys know I'm addicted to Hotline Miami. I've recently played through that again. Oh, Rob Lee, what are you doing? I've got it on Do Not Disturb. Oh, it's because my Mac's on, isn't it? That's why. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so. see, this is real. <laughs> do it. Anyway, do it. back again. Anyway, anyway, I've blabbered quite a lot in a way. Like, yeah, yeah, Nikita, so, what about yeah. you? What's your um, well, you, you PS have, memories? We have to remember, guys, that I, I'm, I'm a little bit younger than you. So 20 years ago, I was three. I'm 21. I was three. So uh, the thing... The, well, but, I'm 13 years old, sir. <laughs> but I think the best thing for me is, I, Dad, obviously, he didn't get um, a PlayStation to begin with, but when it came came back home obviously I, I was only ever used to um the nes and then the snes and when he brought the playstation back it was something that i wouldn't play i would watch my dad play it mm. that was the thing for me but when he'd play like the tomb raider games oh i was a total nerd because um this is taking you back there was a my dad had bought a pack of new floppy disks and it came in a plastic disc. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. All 1.4 oh, yeah. megabytes. <laughs> exactly. And it came in a plastic box, like a plastic case. 
So what I did is I closed that plastic case, I, I um, covered it in paper and sellotaped it all together. And then I did um, like a red cross on it, like a first aid pack, like a medipack. And I started like making all the different things that dad would go around and pick up. Like I had like a toy gun and all that kind of stuff. And we had a record like cabinet. And whenever he'd go to a checkpoint, <laughs> I'd like lift it up and put things in it. I had like a little rucksack. I'd walk around the living room while he's playing it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if, he up a, if he picked up a medipack, I'd like go over to my medipack and pick it up and put it in my pack. Oh, you, that, that's, that, that's see, you got to think. I was I was younger, so I had I did but have like this those was only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, this is like a couple of months back. It's fine. So I mean, th- those are those are really good memories for me, but not for playing so, them. So PlayStation for you is all about making your own. <laughs> No, it's just like my you first memory. Yeah, exactly. From the get go, exactly. It was all about me, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I, I think that was the first thing. But then PlayStation, when PlayStation Two came along, that was when I started playing it a bit more. But annoyingly, the thing, <laughs> this is how I so don't fit into the genre because when PlayStation Two came along is when I got into dance mat. So basically PlayStation oh, no, 2 for I mean, me that was, was a just, big part of everyone, I think. It was just yeah. dance mat all the yeah. time. That the was what PlayStation was. knackering games I've ever played in my life. So deceptively hard as well. <laughs> I did uh, I did win a dance mat competition at one point at Hollywood Bowl. I'm gonna challenge I'm gonna good. set my mate up to challenge Are you ashamed or I've proud? Seen him, I've seen <laughs> I was I was There's proud at the time. Proud. That's like, a big yeah. achievement. I've it's, seen it's, my mate beat people on both mats is really yeah, was phenomenal, yeah. I did actually have two dance mats I used to set up side by side to do that, did but I guess? can't I can't do that kind of stuff anymore. I think I'd probably too old for it. My hip. No, I could probably do alright on it. But PlayStation oh, two for that. But then also the Sims. Oh dear lord. The amount of time oh, the, the original console, the you original. heathen that's oh <laughs> but wait until you get the new steam controller <laughs> the original the sims not like two or animals or whatever the mm. hell there is now just the sims and um i did all the like the cheats that you could do when you press press both the top and then you could put in like midas and free all and get all mm. the items and unlimited I'm, money i could never get into that. the sims i tried playing it and my house burnt down and killed everyone which i thought was amusing what happened was, in the game? I was going to say, what happened uh, in the game? And then I, start, and then I couldn't play the game. PlayStation, yeah. <laughs> PlayStation melted, you could never find out. It's the same <laughs> with a fantastic game called Black and White, which was like a god sim. And yeah, you, yeah, you used to oh, throw god. people and stuff. Well, yeah, my monkey, I, I raised a massive monkey and he used to throw poo at people and eat villagers. And I was just like, this is fantastic. But I didn't, I didn't <laughs> This is the future right here. <laughs> this is it, guys. And <laughs> I made it. The thing I, the thing I struggle with with things like The Sims is like you can go for like months and months without playing it, but then you'll be like, oh, I'll give it a go. It's like a weekend will disappear and because yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even interesting. You build a house and everything. And then once you've got a job, it's like you get up, you have some food, you go to your job, you come back, you eat some food, you tidy up, you go to bed, wake up, go to work. You're it's living like, your life this is real in life. the game. That's yeah. a, it's actually <laughs> so kind sad. of a weird reflection on, on society. Yeah. How about young Samwise? Mm. Um, well, yeah, like I said, Tony Hawk's definitely PS1. Um, I had... Then we separate, so uh, my brother got the PS2 and I got a Dreamcast. And uh, so a lot of my, like, 8 to whenever, 12 or whatever, you know, whatever that time period was spent on, uh, <laughs> most of it was spent on Dreamcast. Um, but then because the lifespan of the PS2 was so long, I eventually drifted back over. Um, and I played a lot of the Metal Gear, uh, not Metal Gear, um, Medal of Honor. Oh yeah, of those yeah. on the uh, on the PlayStation Two, and then when PS3 came out, that was the first time I bought that one for myself, and I was like, "Yeah, this is my console." Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone else bought the 360, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> um, 
have well. no one to play with. <laughs> this is fantastic. So I had, um, I played the Uncharted games, which are amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of what got me back to in, into PS4. I eventually got a 360 and got rid of my PS3. But then when the new ones came out, I was just like, no, PS4, I'm mm. down with it now. And luckily, it seems to be that that's been adopted a lot more as like the go-to console amongst friends yeah. Yeah. it's kind of weird because the, the 360 was a clear sort of market leader when those two consoles come out but towards the end of it those lifespan that the ps3 kind of come along and sort of like it seemed to be where everyone was going to and yeah. if you look at the sales i'm pretty sure they ended up almost even by the end of it which is quite interesting yeah and i think you can't discount as well that the um microsoft had a bit of a market nightmare with the whole like always online um yeah. copyright um DRM and all oh that kind goodness, of stuff. Yeah. But I, I agree that. I like the idea of that. I was all for it. I was like, yeah, keep it online. That makes sense. We're at the age that we live in. I've got no problem with that. And I thought, at least they're, they're going for it. They're like trying to push about change. And then they were just like, nope, Dave. Nope, nope. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, so, I'm I was kind of the opposite to you on all this, wasn't I? But I think what it was is I handled it badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And then so the PS4 is caught up now. And it's hard to, like you say, indie games make a lot, but. Um, I can't remember what the first is it Artemis? No, what's the first game that the, the one where you're in the ship flying around? Uh, oh, what the hell? Is it? Uh, Resogun, Resogun, Resogun. You got That's a ridiculously it. high score on that because I had a go on it. And I was like, oh, it's pretty pretty good. And then I looked at your score and I was like, I can't be asked to play this anymore. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got way into that because um, when I first out the, the my PlayStation, um, I think, and I had PS. Um, PS Plus, which is amazing, free games and everything. That's another reason why I bought the Vita. I was just like, I might as well buy this because then, like in three months, I've made it back on free games anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like the first PS4 game I played. Yeah, and I was like, this is amazing. And like, it, it's not. I mean, it's, it's just like a side scroller basically, but it's so beautiful the way it's done. That, isn't um, it? What, what I absolutely love is that the, the consoles are so powerful. They can they can do all these sort of like. Uh, graphics in it now. It looks like a futuristic version of an arcade game from the 80s. Exactly. It's like when you used stunning. to watch like um, uh, what's it the last um, last fighter pilot. Oh, what's it called? Last star pilot. I'm not sure. So. Oh, I've got the internet. I'll I check can't. in a second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when, they, when they'd be like oh my god look how future look at the graphics of these games and you'd be like they're never going to get to that point and we're at that point now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's so weird it's how I don't know where we're going to go. Yeah. But it, then I bet we always felt that way. Exactly. FIFA is amazing right. as well. All the sports games. Oh, we've gone a bit long on this. Are we still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Still, we're still going. Um, yeah. Um, like, because me and my brother always had the FIFA games. And every year we'd be like, oh my God, you can t- they've got faces. Or, or like, <laughs> oh my God, they've got different colour hair. Yeah. And yeah. oh my God, they've got facial expressions. And it's got to the point now where obviously the, there's so much money in the likenesses for all those kind of franchises and UFC yeah. and mm-hmm. all the boxing games and stuff. And it's just like... Sports games are usually at the forefront of the graphic. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're at the point now. I remember, it, I think it was when the PlayStation first came out in 95, went around my friend's house and they had FIFA. And obviously you got the commentators and you're watching it from as if it was a TV. And me, me and my brother just like, yeah, it's what is this? It's mental. We've been playing like top-down Italian ninety for the last <laughs> yeah. like six years, and like this is amazing. And now they've got like Fowler. It's made man of them. You're like, they know the names of the players that we're passing to. This is amazing. Oh, I'm playing actual, actual soccer on my on my Amiga. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like outside with an actual football. But, but that's the other thing as well. Like PlayStation <laughs> like for a big part. As well, was always. Um, 
You had the console wars, then you had like the game wars as well, like the uh, Pro Evolution Soccer versus FIFA and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. if you had a PlayStation, it was always PES, yeah. or This Is Soccer, and then, and then Pro Evolution Soccer. And then that's all kind of tailed off now, it, which is quite yeah. sad to see because they just can't compete. But yeah, it, it's, it's weird how big of a part PlayStation's played, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. say like yeah. sort of ah, play, sum, it up. Like, what does all this? What does PlayStation sort of mean to you? And how do you think it's sort of like affected the industry as a whole? I think it feels like just solid, and like it. It's um, you can always look back and have a good memory. Like you, you can't say, oh, that was glitchy, and that was well, there were glitch games and stuff, but yeah. n- none of that ever feels to come back on. Sony or PlayStation. Back, you know, and when you look back at it, that's not what you think of. Yeah, you think yeah. of the good memories, you think of the yeah. good times, you think of the good games. And in, in the, the UK especially, thing. like between 95 and 2005, everyone had a PlayStation. Yeah. Mm. And the multi-tap. And, oh, and all oh that. multi-tap, so, man. Oh my goodness. Everyone coming around and, and playing. And Guitar Hero yeah. on oh, the PS2. Getting an God, 8 megabyte yeah. memory card after oh, coming off God. the PS1. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you know what? Just like, sorry, just like flashing back, but PlayStation 2 for me, iToy. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. my toy revolution. You know that that was. We yeah. still haven't huge. got any better than that. That, that is still <laughs> that is the benchmark. Still just like the void <laughs> you know what? Um, incredible. If anyone's interested in that type of stuff as well, there's a Power Glove documentary on YouTube. It's worth checking out, which is about a lot of this that sort of technology. Um, I think summing up for myself as well, I totally agree with both of you. It's memories, Obviously. which is the most important thing, and I also think they innovated. I mean, they. They brought gaming to the masses, and that is built-in li- rumble pack. You, yeah. You know, you, before it was just the six, N64, which had to plug in. Yeah. So mm. they had the dual shark, the, the analog yeah. stick. Uh, it's just like so. It, it's like innovation, and and they they for me they are the ones who have made gaming popular. To be honest, I mean, 155 million the, mm. the PS2. And size. it breaks my heart to say because, like I said, I got so much love for the Dreamcast, and that was the first console you could go online with because yeah. it had it built. Arguably in. a better innovation. Just exactly. Yeah. And like. Time. But it just got because PlayStation was such a juggernaut, it just went straight past it. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it wasn't until like three or four years after the Dreamcast kind of went away that they were like, oh, also you can put the network thing in. Yeah. And just like, I just got to do a shout out as well because obviously I brought my my twentieth anniversary uh, PS4 yeah, controller right yeah, there. Yeah. I've boxed it up again for some reason, but I have already opened it <laughs> to <laughs> test. Keep it, it in the original box. Can never so, actually yeah. play with it. Just, just so, give it in the original box. <laughs> so yeah, I salute PlayStation. I salute yeah. you, PlayStation. Well done. Keep it up. Well done, yeah. PlayStation. So Keep like, what are you guys uh, looking at today? Well, we'll move on to uh, Nikita's topic next. But if you've got any like PlayStation memories you want to share, put them yes, in the comments. Please yeah, put please them in the do. comments because everyone's got all different memories, so all different years and everything. So awesome. Let's see what yours sure. is. Let's move on then. Next topic, Nikita. This week, I've um. Well, actually, this week I purchased Super Mario. This Mar- week I've mostly been playing. <laughs> <laughs> this week I purchased Super Mario Maker, of course, being the Nintendo fangirl that I am. And when it was first announced that Super Mario Maker was going to come out, what what was your first opinion on it when it first was announced? <laughs> what did you think about it? I didn't. I thought the I always thought the idea was good, but I was really pissed off that they was using it as like 
uh, like a, a big game yeah, at like, E3. I was it was like, the main game. Yeah, I was like, no Nintendo, yeah. where's Zelda? Like, and how... what the fuck is up with Starbucks? <laughs> like, how lazy oh, are you? You can't yeah. make us a new Mario game. You're just going to give us the tools to do it ourselves. That's like, how I felt. It's like, like they're in a meeting going, uh, well, I've got this start. I'm not sure what to do with Mario now. He's rescued the princess hundreds of times. So Let's just give it themselves. to them and see what they do with it. What was your opinion? It was Nintendo, so let me guess. You were just like, no, it's going to be crap. I... To be honest, I, I did like the the promo they did with it um, when they had the um, the they, real the, life one. Yeah, they brought with out the like the original. Yeah, they brought out like the original sketch of what they did for yeah. um, for one one. Yeah, they showed like the blueprint of it. All yeah, but they were like, oh, and here it is, and this, I know. and I just like. What you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it should be in a museum. What yeah. are you doing? Indiana Jones that? style. Yeah. It should be in a museum. <laughs> um, so yeah, I played it earlier and oh, he sucks so yeah we'll, we'll, I haven't uh, had we'll a go yet like no you can have a go after it's but really good platforming has never been my thing so yeah. I, I won't feign interest and like jump on it and be like oh my god but it my is amazing it's, it's, it's 30 uh, years isn't it it's yeah. 30th anniversary of Mario yeah, that's brilliant exactly. it's, uh, and I love um, that they've done that I've got to admit obviously like I say the first time I saw it I was a bit like what are you doing Nintendo you're that lazy that you can't make a Mario game you're just going to give us the tools to do it but when I started seeing um, at EE, they showed some of the levels that had been created, and it was insane. And I was like, I, I've the, the best way to describe Mario for me is it's a good level when you realise that you've had your bum tensed up throughout the whole thing, and then when you get to the end, you can <laughs> finally relax. That's when you know it's a good level. And watching EE and watching this the levels, so good, my butt is clenched. <laughs> I could push is, a walnut. It's genuinely that's genuinely when you know it's a good level. And watching the ones on EE, I was just, I was completely hooked. They did the, um, I think it's the Nintendo Treehouse, is it, that they did? Treehouse Live. What, Why not? Uh, EE. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even care. Um, which they did at EE, and that was that was brilliant watching those levels. But Sakita. after three. <laughs> what did she call it? I keep going EE. I've always done it. Because I've been playing EE. You could say EE. EE. You could add another E and it would be like. Um... After getting it myself, though, the first thing I was I was brought to was the fact of, oh, great, because you have to literally start from nothing. They give you, like, the basic levels, and then they just say, go ahead with it. And they do show you how to do it all, and it's brilliant. But once you've done it, I think the best thing is seamlessly from creating a level to playing a level. Completely seamless. It, there's no loading screen between that at all. That's cool. You stay on the same screen. It doesn't take you anywhere. It's literally just sort of like, play, go through it. Okay, that's not going to work. Create, right, back to it again. Let's change that, move that around. And there's something quite therapeutic. You can kind of just—it's like—it's like you're reading on your Kindle. You can just go and snuggle up on the sofa, I, I get out your Wii U tablet, a, and create a level. Why it is a fantastic. It's a fantastic. When I heard the idea, I was like, "This is—it's brilliant." All you've got to do is look at the market of games and look at Minecraft and those type of ilk of games that have become massively popular. People love creating their own stuff. So I thought this is a fantastic idea. I was only annoyed. That they was highlighting that over games. as the main game. Yeah. I know. I think it was. But, I mean, thirty years for Mario and stuff. That's kind of what they do. They focus on Mario because <coughs> that was like when yeah. anyone says Nintendo, what do you think of Mario? Is the oh, first Mario. thing that really comes. I to I, I enter this from <laughs> from someone who from, from skepticism. Dislikes it. No, <laughs> <for> it. <laughs> it well, it's the same thing. I'll, I'll, I'll cards on the table. I don't really like. Nintendo games anyway but it, it's, it's the same with, like with music I, I hate punk music but I absolutely understand it's like yeah. a vital part yeah. of the foundation of where music is now and it's the same with Nintendo like I say um, I've 
got massive respect for it and whatnot. But what annoys me is that they've marketed this as just like, you can create your own game and blah, 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 blah. And that's awesome. But does, is that not just like part, shouldn't there not be an actual game as well? You know, like take something like Little Big Planet. Mm. Now that does have a campaign that you can yeah. spend hours through. And then if you wanted, you could create your own yeah, levels and you can upload it and okay. you can download other All people's. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm is there like a campaign? Well, this is to yeah. It? See, this is what I'm saying because obviously you've got the like the therapeutic, really nice side of creating levels, and it's it's really nicely done. There's no, I haven't found any glitches with creating the levels at the moment. I'm really enjoying creating the levels, but you can go into it gives you an option when you first come onto the main screen if you want to play or create, and when you go into play at the moment, um, the 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 whiplash that they're getting they're getting a lot of um, criticism for it at the moment because. All the top levels, the starred courses, are ridiculous. I showed you one earlier where literally it's just, they have literally used every item they could possibly use. You don't even have to move, you just go through it. Automatic levels where you don't move. And I think it's brilliant. Person's I probably that. that was really good. Yeah, I mean, you can tell somebody has spent a long time mm. figuring that out. I can't even, I can't even imagine how long that's taken to do. I can't even out that long. That's the incredible thing. It's incredible. And yet that isn't what it is people think they go on there and people are saying oh you know um the, the levels are unfair they don't give you a chance they're too hard you know and people give up with that that's not all there is you can go on styled courses and you can play those or if you go across to up and coming it's people who have just started playing it mm. and they're just starting courses and they've you know done different things and playing through those those are really good because you start off you're like oh this is oh well, that's a bit challenging okay what have they done here and it's 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 a nice gentle approach yeah. to it and there is also something quite nice about when you've uploaded a course that you come back and you see someone's played it or someone's commented on it because you're like, oh, somebody's played my course. I made that level and somebody's played it and somebody's commented on it saying it's really good. That's brilliant. So you get that as well. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. I haven't found anything negative about it. I, I think yeah. uh, typical like Nintendo Day, when they make something, like when it comes to games, especially their, their top games like Mario, it's extremely rare that they'll they'll hit they miss the mark. They always hit the mark pretty much, yeah. and I think this is another example from the sounds of it. You know, they've made a very good game. I think they might have been able to tack it onto like uh, I don't know whatever Mario games coming up next. But the difference between this and Little Big Planet is there's only like two, three Little Big Planet games. There's loads of Mario games. Yeah, yeah, but you have to remember they actually only let you um, alter four different Mario games in this. Yeah. You can alter the original Super Mario Bros, I think, Super Mario Bros, whatever, which way you want to pronounce it. Um, then Bros. you can do... Bros. <laughs> I've I've always Bros. Been... I know Bros. it's, the band I know it's Bros. Brothers. Mario I know Bros. it's Brothers, Starring but I grew Bros. up saying Bros. <laughs> <laughs> you just have like bleach blonde Bros. hair. Yeah. Super Mario Bros, the original... Um, then you've got Super Mario World, which was the first one, I believe, that had Yoshi in it. Then you've got Super Mario Bros. Um, 3, which was my favourite one. And then you've got the newest one, Super mm. Mario Wii U, which is brilliant. And you can alter between all four of those. And they all, as well, there's different elements, different items yeah. for each one. I, I think it's, it's such a great idea. And again, just going back to the whole Minecraft thing, people creating their own stuff. We're living in a world now where... Uh, people are seeking to make their own games. It's easier than ever. I mean, you can make your own. You, there's stuff on Steam you can download for like yeah. under twenty pounds, where you can make full-on games. It's just phenomenal, and I think they're re it's a really smart move, and they've made the tool so easy to use as well. It's fantastic. I don't. I don't think it needed to be tacked onto another game because there's so many other Mario games 
so in a way exactly like just were you saying that you know is there should it be another game with it you have to remember i mean the thing that um people say to me is the fact of mario doesn't have a story like my husband being one of them he likes games with stories to them and when it comes to playing on mario after a while he enjoys them but after a while he's like can we play something with a story now because mm-hmm. mario doesn't have a story you can yeah. pick up any level it means nothing it, it comes a story it's just the like, princess got stolen yeah. let's let's be honest that's but what this it's gonna is my be. only gripe with the mario universe it's, <laughs> it's just like it's you can't keep telling the same story no and they do and but that's what i'm saying it doesn't need a campaign because if you really if you think about it there is no such thing Never really been. No, no, but what I mean is like this. This is like by no means a innovation. Like again, back to the previous thing I was saying. Um, I spent years playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. You can build your own skate park yeah. in it. Could yeah. do, yeah. Um, and I'd say Little Big Planet yeah. and uh, sure. Minecraft. Yeah, well, yeah, but all those things where it's like an additional thing. Like, to the main game, yeah, yeah it's like, like a side thing that you can do. But that's that's what I think with this. But that, that's what's annoying me. But yeah, that's what, that's just what's annoying me. They're like, look at this amazing thing <laughs> we've done, and everyone's been doing it for years and attaching yeah. to games that they've already made. It's I uh, totally agree. It's but, definitely but not, everyone's not picked up on it, like, yeah. it, it, and everyone's happy about it. And that that's it's kind of nice that everyone's happy for mm. it because I don't think there's been any negative. I can't think the only, the only when thing. When we it, it looks all smooth yeah, and lovely. Yeah, it's so smooth. And I think the only negative thing, like I say, that people have said is it's too hard. Mm. You go on levels and it's ridiculous and you just can't yeah. do it. And it's like, at least with Mario, it got harder and harder throughout the worlds. Mm. And you knew when you were at World 8, you're going to be screwed. It's going to take then, a lot of I attempts. I suppose then that puts the it's, onus on like you as a creator. Yeah. Like you did your yes. beginner's level. Yeah. And then so you could do a next one. You could be like, Nikki to be, Nikki to see. Yes. Like yes. People could follow you as a user. Yeah, and then... it's incredible. That's what people have started to do. So you can follow your favorite users and follow your friends and see what they want to yeah. do on the levels and stuff. So I think that's good. This is a, it goes a lot to say about what, what constitutes good gameplay. Uh, and I think one of the creators recently said most game creators, the first game they ever make is a bad game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be reflected in the, uh, in games like this that's so everyone's going to make these super super hard levels but i think eventually they'll they'll understand that if you want to make levels Levels that are going to keep people coming back you're going to have to Mm -hmm. have like a it's a learning curve it will be with everything i'm sure like you say when you first created your own skate park on tony hawk i bet it was crap mine was was (laughs) i think you find photopia skate park (laughs) photopia was was fantastic so just to like (laughs) just to swing swing this uh, topic then the thing that i wanted to discuss with this i obviously i've grown up with mario i absolutely love mario so to have the ability to make my own levels is just perfect for me but obviously with you guys being different different favorite games and things like that yeah can you think of a game that you would, if you were given basic tools, what game would you like to create your own? Laser shoot, Larry. Laser shoot, laser shoot, laser shoot, laser shoot. <laughs> Good joke, man. I don't know which game he's trying to I can't talk properly. <laughs> nah, uh, but for real, it'd probably be something like Quake. Just an old like school. Like an FPS would, yeah. Yeah. would be, would, yeah, I could see that fitting in. I'm amazed that hasn't been incorporated yet. Or mm. if it has. I know, um, I think there are things out there. There are certain ones you can where you can, yeah. Like, like and GTA that's the other thing as well like GTA 5 have just have introduced oh, all that yeah. kind of like content creating stuff and the scope and size of that game already yeah it's immense yeah, you that's think, why what could you do yeah, that? they so, should do a GTA one like the old school top down isometric one I think that would I'm go I'm sure you could lock the camera could you that would be really cool man that would yeah, be a old school top down isometric GTA Um, but I'm trying to think there was 
I loved um, the NFL games because you used to be able to make your own team and to such a point where you could make your own uh, designs on like the turf and stuff and change all like the seats in the, in the stadium. Yeah. I'd love that in FIFA, like where you could uh, make a legitimate team your own because yeah. Pro Evolution used to have it, mm. um, but you couldn't really change the stadium and stuff. So something like that would be really cool to like personalize. Um, but I, I don't know, like... I suppose like Need for Speed, making your own racetracks and things, that that would be really good. Yeah, that would be cool. Can yeah. you do that in Mario Kart? You can make your own. Can you? I don't know. No, no. I don't think you can. Oh, that's, that would be the next like one. The next then. That, would definitely be, that would definitely be the next thing that you'd want to do, is create your own oh, definitely. Mario Kart. No, well, it, wait wait, wait you until 30 know. years and then you'll all going to play No, I Mario Kart maker! That could be like an update. I think that would be incredible to be able to do that. But Well, I, I think the next the evolution of media in general, because look how accessible video is at the moment. The average guy can now make videos and they've mm -hmm. made it more accessible to everyone. And I think games are going to take the same same approach. So ideally, what, what needs to happen is a game design engine that's just so intuitive and easy to use that we'll see like a load of people making their own it'll games. Be, it'll be, yeah. you know, indies and but it's my, um, indie generation coming forward even more so. My, well, not worry, but the thing with this is how long are people going to care about this game? I think I, you'd be I surprised how really long do. this will last you for. You have but to remember. But then also, if it does last, if it say lasts a year, how long? How long does it last until people go? Okay, now now we want an actual Mario game. How long before people get to the uh, X comes out? Fair, en <laughs> fair enough. That, that is just a, that's just a pipe dream, really. <laughs> I think fair enough that. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Mario. Ha. I think the the thing with Super Mario Maker is the fact that. Every single level is different. Every single level mm -hmm. that you click on. And also, another thing to think about with the starred courses and the up-and-coming courses, and I'm trying to think what the other tab is, and you can just keep hitting refresh. Because at, at first I thought I could only get like 50 a day, mm. 50 new levels a day. You just keep hitting refresh, they just keep refreshing. And it's literally just people uploading a level, uploading a level, uploading a level. Yeah, it's just, like it's, when you're on YouTube. It's never YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> and you just keep pushing refresh on the homepage and then yeah. your video pops yeah. up. It's brilliant, and I think it's also nice. Um, what we were doing the other day is you're going through the up and coming levels and playing those, and then dying a few times, getting getting finally getting to the end and commenting on it, saying, "Oh, brilliant level, well done," because you know that they're going to have such a great feeling when they come, you know, go back to it and go, "Oh, somebody commented on it, and they thought it was really good. That's brilliant." And it's it's nice. It's it's a it's, cool. it's just a really it's a nice game. Forward. It's very yeah. positive. There's nothing negative mm. about it. There's do, nothing bad about it. Do you know it. what I, I think? Uh, Hopefully, console games would hopefully somehow go down this route. But all the real innovation has obviously always been the PC. It's just natural. And that's the modded community on the PC is just the best in the world. And how many great games have we seen from that, from like Counter-Strike? Yeah. Is that still the biggest FPS like, online shooter of all time? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well see, it is. No, it, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But you've, got, you've had games like that, and there's so many games from the modded community on PC. Hopefully that, well, it kind of already has started to cheek yeah. down to consoles, but it obviously has. those PC games are a lot more advanced. There's a lot yeah. more yeah. tools available and you can, to you can, I feel you can access more modded versions of games on mm. PC and online than you can really Absolutely. on consoles. They're a lot more closed that way. Um, you, your PC is effectively a dev kit. Like yeah. if you had a yeah. dev kit yeah. PS4, yeah. you could get into those files. Yeah. People have done because you can turn on dev mode now. But I hope that that's, it's so creative. And I feel that's yeah. what we're building up to is this creativity of I can do this. It I can do whatever I like, want. <laughs> it, it feels 
to me as if they could have released this for free. Like, record. Like, because the engine and the gameplay is the same it has been. Mm. Um, and it, you know, fair play to it, it is really polished and it looks lovely. But it just feels a bit like if they really wanted to like celebrate it, they could have gone, hey, why don't you just make your own Mario? Like, they could have. Yeah, that could have been quite a cool mean. selling I, point yeah, to be yeah. like I see you mean. get a Wii U and you can have free Mario Maker it's already in, on the system yeah. you can make your own game straight from day one I see what you mean um, so yeah it, but that's what I mean it's really weird like for me I'm looking at it quite cynically and I'm like what? how are they why are they doing yeah. this but then everyone else like it's just like no this is really really good yeah. and I'm like okay well, so I'll see what you mean no harm, I think no I'll lean more towards thing. Nikita but I do agree it, could, it would have been nice to have gone 30th anniversary Make your own Mario. Yeah. They could have marketed it in that way. I just look, yeah, I'm just looking at, like, it's 35 quid. And I'm just looking at, like, well, so wait. I got mine for 32. Prices <laughs> vary from wherever you're looking. <laughs> I'm looking on the main yeah. game supplier in the UK. Um, but, yeah, like, something like Splatoon, that interests me a lot more. And mm. uh, I don't know if that had created It moment. feels like more of a uh, game. Uh, well, it is, isn't it? It's a proper sort of like yeah. cohesive yeah. Well, game. This, this isn't. I think it's just it's just yeah. a mentality that I it, it doesn't stick with me. I suppose like it's a game built for fans of that game. Yeah, mm. that's what it is. And, and it's, it's, it's not trying to win new it. fans. No, no, no. That that's that's a good way of looking at it though, because it's they're, they're basically saying this is a 30th anniversary for Mario, and if you like Mario, you will appreciate yeah. making mm. your own levels, and maybe that isn't going to be attracted to you because you didn't like Mario. So that that makes sense. That's more like, for Bros fans in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Super Mario Bros. Amazing game that was. I really like Super Mario Bros. at EE. It was the best thing. (laughs) Super Mario Bros. at EE was the best. I'm more of an Empower guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think it's really overall. I think I I agree with some of Sam's some of Sam's cynicisms, but um, I think overall, I think I really like it. I think it's not a bad thing at all. Yeah, like I said, I I don't I don't blame people for liking it or anything like that. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not saying, get it off his shelf, it's awful, it shouldn't exist. Make your own Mario, what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> it ruined video games. It's just like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it makes people happy. It's not doing anyone any harm. It just feels weird the way they've marketed it. Yeah. Like, like I said, they're not trying enough. to win people This is people Nintendo, over. though, and we know Nintendo are the craziest, weirdest marketers <laughs> in the world. Hey, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, because yeah. they've got the Nintendo now NX the crazy's coming been cut out. out. Oh, have they? Really? What? If you... If you... WT... What WTF, man? What is... Because it sounds like, just to touch upon this a little bit, so you obviously the next console is supposed to be Nintendo NX, but... It, from the clues that have been going around the media, it looks as though it's going to be some sort of mobile device. It's it, no, because they're doing mobile games. No, because they're doing they? mobile yeah, games. Well, so they, they wanted yeah. to focus on. But they might do a machine where it's just games that you download and stuff, which is probably the natural progression of games. But mm-hmm. that's it. That's what amazes me is that there's still a demand for it. It's such a saturation of Mario stuff, mm. and like I say, it's going to be um, coming to mobile and all that kind of stuff anyway. Not Mario Maker, just mean like a Mario game. Nintendo Mario. will destroy Nintendo. Everyone, Mario everyone's on mobile. Gonna Buy it. It's just like see. I, I you don't have mind. it. You you have this a version <laughs> of this for the last thirty years. How yeah, here do you want more of it? Do you know what? Now you can make an, an infinite number of your own things. And people are still going to buy. Like Nintendo, yeah. just like putting these subliminal messages into buy it. It's just like buy Someone at Nintendo must be just be like. They're still buying it. They're still buying it. Should we just make another one? They've got like <laughs> ten other game ideas. Should we just? Should we just give that one as well? Do you know what? It's because Mario is like essentially. It's just it's a proper sort of like 
it's like Coca Cola. It's, 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 it's an iconic. It's an iconic game. I think in in a hundred, like I say, humans were extinct. I think like the game that people probably, the game that would get examined the, and analysed the most would probably be Mario. And like, they'd be very confused. Yeah, they'd be like, what the hell? They used to do mushrooms. And, yeah, oh, they'd like, eat mushrooms to make themselves Italian bigger. Italian plumbers running around, Jump jumping down. Jumping and, and turtles. All oh, this Nintendo nonsense. See, now, I, 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 I've got no problem with Nintendo. No, my only problems with Nintendo, with Nintendo stem from my frustration for their crazy marketing techniques. And obviously... Some or of lack thereof. Or lack thereof. <laughs> and obviously some of their their sort of hard-headedness towards a new generation of content makers from YouTube and stuff, which we've been over before. Yeah. Um, but in terms of games, okay, fair enough, they do platformers and they do the same game like a ridiculous amount of times. But those games are always, always fantastic games. Spot They're on, always yeah. spot on. Yeah. Maybe because they've made it 20 times, so they've got the <laughs> exactly how to do exactly how to do it. But they are good. No, At the are. same time, I, I, I had a bit, I had like a, a, a one of those moments of like enlightenment where I just thought to myself, alright, what's the point in being frustrated with Net Mario and what they're doing? Because I've got all those Mario games if I want. It doesn't take the it doesn't take away from all the PlayStation games I'm no, playing. No, no, you should never look at it that way. Game. Just enjoy all of them. Why can't we Why just didn't enjoy you get them? it with your um with the amiibo? With the pixelated amiibo. I didn't I didn't really see the, the point in all fairness. That is the one thing I have no <laughs> There's hope for it yet. You okay. don't see the point Quick, in it. Quick, cut, cut. <laughs> we'll, we'll scratch that, we'll scratch that. We don't need to know that. No, no. I mean, I love Nintendo. Please. Have uh, <laughs> you worked for Nintendo? No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what is your topic, Samuel? Mine. Mine is, is a one that's been troubling me for... Oh. For the last generation of video games, oh my really. Goodness. That's a long time for a trouble. Yeah, it's um, it's a trend that's been picking up more and more, True. and I don't think we're going to see the end of it. Mm. And it's open world games. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, Thought provoking. And the the, <laughs> the crux of my problem is this: um, Do you find an open world game a distraction on the game itself? Yes. For example, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, there, thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll let you finish your intro. Yeah, for example, um, a game like uh, Batman: Arkham Knight totally makes sense for it to be open world because you get the feel of Batman moving point to point, rooftop to rooftop. That's part of the Batman experience. A uh, game like GTA Five makes sense as mm-hmm. well. It's like a living world. You get to feel like yeah. you're yeah, part yeah, yeah. of that. It's kind yeah. of like the one of the key things about the game, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, but however, me and Matt, who's currently playing Metal Gear Solid <laughs> yes. Five, in the we're discussing. Our camera just person is camera. just playing uh, <laughs> yeah, TV. Just playing Metal Gear Solid. He can't hear us either with headphones. But we, we're oh, discussing. Nope, he's looking at there us. There he is. Okay. Oh, he's <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> he's looking at quiet on uh, on Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> But yeah, we, we were discussing whether or not uh, Metal Gear Solid Five warrants being open world, and if it doesn't like distract from the game itself. Um, so like you have the campaign, and then you have an open world where you can't really do anything in there other than run, run around from point to point. Yeah. Um, and then, you know that that can eat up a lot of time. Yeah. Which is yeah. just like dead time. You know, admittedly, you're going around a really nice environment. Someone's made it look awesome, but yeah, like this trend has been it's been getting bigger and bigger, and the maps keep getting bigger and bigger. And like, it, it's one of the things that really puts me off games like um, 
Elder Scrolls and things mm-hmm. like that. Because yeah. everyone and Skyrim, because they're like, oh, it's really, really good. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd love to just be able to sit and play it. But I can't afford to catch up on a 40-hour game. Like, what about... <laughs> I mean, it it depends because there are some games, uh, most of your RPG types, where the open world nature of them, in order to finish the main storyline, you have to go and explore open world to level your characters up enough so that you're powerful enough to, to finish the game. Yeah. yeah, I enjoy it in an MMO type environment mm. like World of Warcraft. Yeah, like I was that just for about to say years. World of Warcraft. That's awesome. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. That yeah. makes sense because you have to go open world to kind of you know get more XP. And, and then why change it? Why change it up for something not Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, that's what well, I mean. Like for, for a single player experience where you, you can't have someone with you to like. Well, obviously you can if you're in the same room with someone. But like online, you can't have someone with you to do anything with. Yeah. Um, it gets yeah. lonesome. The thing that I've noticed as well, watching Matt play through Metal Gear Solid, is it seems like every single time I glance up and look at the screen, he's just running. And it's just like, yeah, graphics-wise, looks absolutely <laughs> yeah. lovely, but you're just running and running and running. And I've joked and said, like, is there anything more to this game than just Snake's running? Yeah, it's like fitness up. Find out where once... the prisoners are. Okay, yeah. they're five kilometres that way. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> And the, the, thing, the thing that we were talking about actually was um, how you have like Assassin's Creed be an open world. I like the open world in that because there's a lot going on in yeah, the open same world. Same kind of like the Batman thing. You yeah, it's the feel of yeah, it is. It's around. the feel of it. But with why isn't it? Why is that not the same for Metal Gear Solid? Why do you think that is? Why don't you get that same be- feeling? Because it's in a desert, basically. It's I not guess. It's just nothing sparse. Is it quite sparse yes. as well? Yes. Oh, extremely. There is a nothing. Desert, it's just yeah, like... It's, it's just like pretty, pretty damn sparse <laughs> in the yeah. desert, mate. <laughs> Sorry, what's going on in the desert? Surprisingly. Not buildings all over the place. But yeah, yeah like really if it was like well. an urban environment... Um, Maybe it would feel a bit better. Like, yeah, you know, like the more alien Because if it was an urban environment, you got to add details. Like the no, you know, like watchdogs. Like I... Like... Wait, you're trying to stealthily move through a crowd and stuff. Yeah, and like you say, Assassin's Creed. Mm. That make that that's cool, and then that feels like oh, I gotta get to this point yeah. without anyone really noticing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Witcher, again, yeah. they're really you know they're they're there's something within. But there's the open people to interact with there. Yeah, like in in Metal Gear, you're in Afghanistan. So you can't just like go to a bar. No, barkeep, <laughs> let's play cards. No, and and stuff like that. So. Very, there's that element you feel very well. don't you I keep finding myself though as I'm trying to think of arguments in my head counteracting and thinking of like as I talk to myself in my head the multiple voices <laughs> why do you think of arguments can't we just have a I try to drown out the ones that tell me to burn stuff <laughs> we all just get along <laughs> I keep finding out arguments to support and to go against them so it's really weird because in something like GTA you could arguably say the story especially in the new GTA you could totally cut out all the side missions and have a fantastic single player experience uh, singular experience but in something like GTA it's always been about the freedom to do what you want it's that ultimate Mm. freedom so so maybe it's a game by game basis maybe it's did Metal Gear Solid need to be open world but even GTA did start to annoy me a bit um, with all the side quests because, like, it takes away the sense of urgency. If you'd be like, oh, you, you've got to go and rescue this yeah. hostage right now. And, like, they're like... And then you could then just... Then they put you back you in the free just, world and you're like... You could just drive around yeah. for, like, I just, two uh, hours. I just partake in some street races. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go street yeah. race, going to yeah. go pick this guy up. Yeah. Go. Yeah, so I, re- I really don't like that. That's when I found it a massive distraction. Mm. I'd like it if they locked off side quests in that situation oh, that's quite interesting it's really weird you say the sense of urgency because i felt once i got uh, really drawn into the plot on gta i found myself 
not doing the side quests. Yeah, I was you would just no, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Like in that case, I just wanted to play the campaign because because yep. it, it, it builds up speed, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I got to do this, 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 this yeah. is making sense. But ultimately, now. it's your but choice. Then, yeah, no, that's what I mean. But then they're like throwing like. Second guy is just like, hey, we're protesting to make weed legal. And you're like, what the hell has just happened? Yeah. This isn't what? What's going on? I've got bigger things it. going yeah. on, sir. I see what you, I see what you mean, but I think because that game, you can choose to do it. It's up to you, isn't it? I mean, you can go off and do create. You can go off yeah. and get high if you want with some hippie dude, or you can just do what I did, which is just. And I ended up just focusing on the story because it was so good. I mean, if if you guys have ever seen a film uh, called, I think it's called. Heist, heat, heat. Sorry, heat. Yeah, you need to watch that if you're a GTA fan because that's the film they lifted a lot of the story from. And because the story was so gripping, I found myself less and less going towards the side quests and just wanting Mm. to get the story. But that's what I mean. That's exactly my point. Like in that, the side quest would be a distraction. Like yeah, because you want to do the thing, and so it, it feels like a lot of games are kind of forcing it in now. Like I say, like the Metal Gear one is a perfect example. There's no need. There was no need for it. it No, 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 no. I said it in all fairness. But it like, sounds that like was, it's got a lot was... of prizes, though. Yeah, but it... the, the thing is, there's no need to make it open world because at the end of each goddamn mission, <laughs> the mission ends and I've it rolls credits, roll credits. And then when you go into a thing, it like yeah, has opening it credits. It and doesn't flow. Like, and it, I this, think... this isn't an open world experience. It's, like, this isn't it's, what it's, you it's it bad. It's the first thing, the first time I saw Matt running through like desert and things, the first thing I said was, can you not just click on the like the location and just get there just like jump there that like is jump essential there. in any Fast open travel. world game yeah, yeah dark siders is good with it. i got so pissed off running well, you everywhere you can get picked up by a helicopter and go stuff yeah That's but if you're being stealth yeah and then if you're being that. stealthy as well it just seems mm. a bit when you've run across the game world about five times it's like i cannot be asked to get that <laughs> rock again it's but like, that's the thing, it's like, that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, shouldn't, yeah. I don't feel like, you should have that feeling though. I don't feel like a part of a game makes you go, oh, not this again. Like, you shouldn't have that in a game, you should be constantly happy with it. <sighs> it's so tough. I don't, I but that's what I mean, like, if, if Metal Gear, if you finish your mission, say you're like, standard kind of mission, you're just like, you got to kill someone, so you kill them, and then they're like, okay, awesome. Now, um, rather than taking you out of that situation, being like, because you killed this guy this base over yeah. here is doing such and such yeah. and such so you can go and attack that or if you wanted to we've got these prisons here and then if it just kept you in that in in the on the ground yeah. had agree. a cutscene and then put you back there and it's just like okay now you can go and do whatever you want it's like okay I that think, makes sense uh, but it takes you out of it and you're like Ooh. yeah and then puts you back yeah. in oh, I agree I agree There's I no think need. the perfect game for you might be Hitman then because I, it just popped into my head that is a game where it, it's story based but then the nature of how you complete the mission is open, so you could run around and be a yeah, complete yeah, no, mass, mass murderer. That's, that's what I mean, like or, that kind of linear gameplay where you have that kind of structure, but like yeah. it, it changes, doesn't it? So you'll be in like a Russian mansion, and then you'll go to like a military base or something yeah. like that. Um, so that, that it makes sense for you to be taken from one situation yeah. and plunked in another. Yeah, on Hitman, if you finished a mission, it wouldn't just be like, all right, now walk <laughs> around no, do what you want to do yeah, yeah. Um, or, or yeah like you say like roll credits yeah. on that mission and then you'd be back on the loading screen <laughs> and you're like okay and now I'm going to select From this I, I, and then it opens up the next yeah. mission tells it's you the enemies that's yeah, the most annoying thing as well tells you the enemies that are going to yeah. be the next mission that's my one really? major gripe. yeah it's, oh, a, no. it's a special force this guy if I didn't have intelligence it'd kind of be like what the fuck is going on? There's people with guns. No, I find it really, really annoys me because it, it says like starring like by a venom snake or oh, um, and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. yeah and then it goes also oh, starring and tells you what the enemy yeah. is like. It's tough. Well, I you, think there's many nature. There's a lot of nature. To, there's there's varying nature to the to, to open world how it works. 
And uh, so if, if Metal Gear Solid went like GTA, for example, that clearly would just be completely and ridiculously over the top. Like, oh, was Snake walking into the 7-Eleven for... No, I, well, yeah, but no, 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 no. That's, so, that, that yeah. wouldn't work. I mean, but GTA is uh, like an everyday that... life simulator, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's so why that... it's set in an urban yeah. environment. Yeah, Metal Gear But then conversely, totally a game like, thing, like Hitman gives you that kind oh, of an it? open world freedom, but... <laughs> It, but more sort of narrow. It's not as wide as, as from what I can yeah. tell for you guys, as Metal Gear Solid is. Yeah. It's funny, when you said you were going to talk about open world, I I, I um, I started thinking I haven't really played many open world. You know, I like I like, I like like being told this is the start, this is the end, this is what you yeah, do. Especially, like you know, like that's just how I like doing it. I like going level to level. But then I realised I absolutely loved Fable. Fable yeah. 2 in particular is the one yeah, that I, yeah. I just got obsessed with. And yet... That was open world, and I did. I really enjoyed doing the side missions. You got it. Oh no, my chickens have escaped. You need to get them all back in. How inconvenient! I did like doing those, but it didn't. It didn't feel like like you say like oh you need to rush from that place to that place like in GTA, and then you could go in the side mission with Fable. It felt very. You could do what you wanted. The thing about that as well, those kind of games like Fable and um, Elder Scrolls and World of Warcraft, where you're making a character that for yourself. You're experiencing those things yeah. as a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you haven't got a pre-existing knowledge of things, mm. um, which makes it, it look a bit stupid. Like in GTA, like um, those characters have a storyline. Yeah. So if you do something, like I used to hate like stupid things. I used to hate like if um, Trevor was in like Michael's car, I'd be like, well, "This doesn't feel right because this isn't." Trevor's cut and all those kind of things and that distracts me I guess with like yeah. Fable and WoW and whatever yeah, like but that you, you yeah, start really as a character yeah. and you progress them. Even, yeah. I mean, you say that and it's like this is what we're trying to figure out really isn't it throughout this topic is we're trying to figure out what makes okay to be an open world one and what isn't what yeah yeah like I haven't I got a um, we've got I, different things there there yeah, you know if, yeah. if, if there's something going on in the open world like GTA or it adds to the atmosphere that's fine and if you started the character yourself and you're developing the character yourself that's also fine if you start as a character but then I think of Assassin's Creed and like being Ezio and things like that like he, he already was a character and yet so you could but still there's, more there's, only, there's only so many things you can do with um, Ezio though that it's still in fitting with the character yeah true that's um, the thing is, I don't is it not more a case of then a design choice like is open world necessary to the game so well, that, is, yeah that, 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 yes, that's the, that, that, that's that's the crux that is of it, it. <laughs> yeah. and that's what I'm saying like there, there's certain times where they've um, used it badly like uh, what was the talk about goddamn Tony Hawk again what was it was it underground it was open world I know that they did go underground on that series uh, they did go open world on that series at some point I can't remember which one there's really yeah. for a Tony Hawk yeah game? but it's that type of thing like you do a challenge and then it's like alright and then you have to like, skate somewhere else and do another yeah. challenge Burnout, um, Paradise as well, but that game got got right oh, reviews. Oh, and um, what's the the crew? Jesus, crew. I didn't play that one. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's, no good. Yeah, it's, nah. it's See, like when, growing up, obviously with um, me with on PC with Medal of Honor, doing uh, the single player mode on Allied Assault, Breakthrough, Spearhead, all that lot. You did. It, it wasn't. It kind of was open world because you were in a big open space, but you knew you had a compass telling you where to head mm. to. Yeah, I love that type like, of thing. Like Daisy, that's why I love yeah, Daisy. Man, it's like because... it is open world, but you know where you're going, and it's like, oh no, yes. there's some enemies there. I'm gonna have to kill those, and oh, I need to actually go over there to unlock that gate. But you know where yeah. you're supposed to be going. That, don't, that, don't just drop me somewhere and be like, well. You're on that, your own, that happened kid. to me with Diablo. I, I can't understand why Diablo is so popular. I mean, I haven't put too much time into it. 
finally got a ch chance to play. I think it was Diablo 2. It was one of our friends borrowed it to me. It was Mike. Uh, he sold me a game up called Diablo 2. And basically, I dropped in there and I was like, oh, so what should I do? And I just ran around for ages. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? But it's, it's loot gathering, isn't it? Like, um, that's a different... It's, it's, it's almost like a meta game, really. Like, you're always looking to get better loot and stuff like that. <clears throat> that style of game... I didn't get that. Thing I didn't understand. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what me. I mean. Like, if, if, you're, if you just want to get... Like action out. I want of it to slay stuff. some dragons and stuff, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but that, that, that's kind of. Yeah. Do you know what part it is? Of it, but the big part of it is just like getting yeah. better and better. Like, They're daunting. Way. Open world games can be really daunting to me as well, especially to me. I mean, I've always felt I've always been drawn towards games where I know where the story is going. Mm. At the same time, there is a complete polar opposite to open world, and that's basically. Rails games. Remember, you remember Rails games used to be real big back in the day. Time splitters, uh, time crisis is probably the most obvious one. Games of that sort of nature. Uh, House of Dead Two and Confidential Mission. Sorry, and, uh, Dreamcast. <laughs> so, yeah. The only two you could use the sublight gun for. Awesome. That's that's the like complete. That's the complete the complete opposite. That is where you've got no freedom. So I think games for the most part I've got it right, and that is where for me I like games where I know what I've got to do, but I've got the freedom still I want in that yeah. environment mm. as opposed to games where it's like the environment's so big that uh, finding a mission is hard work and figuring out how, how to get from yeah. from A to B, A being the start of the game, B being the end of the game without doing all the, the rigmarole of all the side quests. Okay. Um, so kind of like sum up then, what game existing or what game would you like to be like developed into like an open world type mm. game mm. like for me i'd love an open world james bond game i think that would be amazing yeah. Yeah. i don't know that sounds more that sounds like Metal Gear to me no, no but, but like i mean like, like a kind of a Batman more style, yeah like an urban like environment espionage yeah. bit of free running blending through the, in through yeah yeah like mm. jumping over rooftops if you have to and stuff like that i yeah. think that would be amazing fits fits that Different type side of missions and stuff yeah. Yeah. or born or that type of yeah. spy thriller, yeah. I think, would work really maybe well. Could, I think maybe that could work quite well. Uh, uh, you go, Nikita, so I can keep thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on the spot. Was it sounds ridiculous because I played it, but the new Tomb Raider. It was kind of open it world, was, wasn't it? But that was again. That was another. It was open world, but you had a map directing you. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it locks off certain paths. It did. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. go as far. But Do you I know mean, what? It's actually a really good that would be cool if they like dumped you on like an abandoned island. There was like, okay, you need to go discover everything on this island, and then once you can. No, you see, get that's off. what I was just about to say. I don't think I like that. Yeah, I wouldn't you don't like, think that. You'd like that. No, I don't I think I would. Cool. I was going to say it's a perfect example of a game that was open world, but had a very clear. Yeah, that's the thing. It is. It's it's open world, but not like open open world. It's like an open world that's like a little open world. No, I think what, what confusing here. It's yeah, it's, we're confusing. Yeah, open yeah. world. Open I mean, world genuinely, literally, you can go anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Not, not just not just, not just a big level. We haven't even mentioned sort of like the rogue uh, type games that are coming out, where it's just a constant, consistently generating world that never ends. Yeah. You imagine? Could you I imagine Metal Gear Solid like that? Just flying to a different new, planet and shooting some force. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that, that's, that's a different the thing, it thing it entirely. I mean, so, um, let's, let's not go there. Let's, 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 let's snake on a ship like, where the fuck am I Do you going? Know, you know what would be awesome like that? Something like Mass Effect. Is, oh, That would be amazing. Because you know, that, that, that is open yeah. world in a sense that you can go down to different planets and do different things. Yeah. Um, but once you go well, to a yeah, planet, you, you can, can follow a very strict yeah. storyline. Um, I just thought of a perfect. It's not a game that exists already, but I'd love to play a game as like Boba Fett, 
and have that as an open world game. Oh, because they did try Ooh. that. Well, it wasn't open world, but uh, Bounty Hunter. Mm, yes. Where it was Django Fett. Yeah. And I loved that game That's so much. Oh, my God. That's it makes sense. Idea. It's just like, oh, there's some dude on this planet. Yeah, so. that'd be absolutely perfect. You know, like, um, you could do it a bit like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Have it on Tatooine. Yeah. So you have to, like, go and track down, like, see yeah. how fancy That's what I'd love. There you go. I like one. that idea. Go. That's awesome. Good. We'll make it. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it, guys. We did it. <laughs> We've saved We're the game industry. <laughs> I'd, it'd be, it's really hard for me to think of games that already exist to do it with. I really can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, like, that, that's what I mean. Like, cold, you know. it it seems like they're trying to retroact, um, retroactively fit it mm. into stuff now. Like, um, obviously, before he left, I think Jimmy was on about redoing um, Metal Gear Solid One as an open world game, and everyone was just like. The story, yeah. fa- the story is so fantastic yeah, and gripping, and it yeah. sweeps you along. I mean, that was one of the sort of most enthralling experiences gaming. It's when I first finished Metal Gear Solid, when I was like, I was like, "Fuck, man, that was amazing!" And it got to the point where I was so hooked, and I got I was so hooked in the story basically that I was playing it for hours and hours and hours on end, and I could not wait to get to the end. If that experience had been in, uh, impeded yeah. by <gasps> go here to do this, oh, do you remember Spider Man Two? Yeah, I do remember Spider-Man 2. That was a good open world game. That was good. What? <laughs> yeah, but that's... Superhero that's games got so similar, bad after that. Similar for Batman, Yeah, though, exactly, yeah, where you need that feeling like you of... Can, yeah. 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 You can do whatever you want. You can go wherever you want. Superman 64. That was the most <laughs> open world thing <laughs> in the world. Drive through some hoops. That's awful. But, um, yeah... I, uh, oh man, my favourite game, Hotline Miami Open World. I said that on the message board. I said if this Hotline was... Miami is an open world. No, that if, if it was, oh. if that was built in an old school... <laughs> so school, restricted. If, it, it, I know it's designed to be like an intense experience, but if the, I, I just could not help but imagine a really cool neon city with See, pumping ages. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. No, I, man, think, I, I think strict. it's perfect. Like you can actually see <laughs> the edges of the level yeah. when you're in certain like... How can you get a high score as well? Like no. I know. I don't know. I just, I just want to be in that world and listen to 80s inspired club music for the rest of my life you're an idiot sir and I've lost all respect for you <laughs> that's what they do with like Morpheus <laughs> it's not even called Morpheus now is it the Playstation headset Playstation VR how, un- how uninspired well, it's <laughs> confusing isn't it <laughs> you can't have a kid go into their parents why Morpheus they're thinking oh, like who who's told you about this drug what is this <laughs> Mama, what's a Morpheus yeah it sounds like a no goddamn drunk it sounds amazing yeah. I just, I just need more Morpheus, man. <laughs> but no, I, open world games in, in uh, virtual reality is going to be mind-boggling. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, can't wait for that. That's amazing. An open world Mario. I was literally just about to say, I can't, of course I can't you say, was that, going can to I? say that, can I? Because well, it's when you, it's that when you actually say, would be no, quite cool. Metroid, perfect. You because say, you, you could go from that. a desert and then you go into your undersea, undersea, underwater, and then oh, and you the go into, that kind of makes sense for Mario. You already to be can. Open you world. use pipes. That's how that works, right? Super Mario that, it's not open world, is it? That's boop boop boop. Different. So it, 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 it kind of did go that way. Or Sonic, wait, like wait. Sonic Adventure. If you slow down Sonic the audio, no, if you slow down the audio there, Nikita was actually saying something. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just gonna say, like when you were talking about how can you think of a game now that would be better if it was open world or not, and it's like you were saying you can't think of a of a game now. Well, I did think of, of one, and you guys talked over me. <laughs> Jet Set Radio. <laughs> no, but it's like, at least with Super Mario Maker, you can alter games. Ah. Uh, I was going to say Metroid. Super Mario Maker's best. When you mentioned Nintendo, that game is perfect for open world because it has that... Metroid sim- Plus has, has a similar fit. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it has a similar feel to something like the Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Are we just oh, saying no, I can't that, games that, that wouldn't work? Yeah, this yeah. is a good summary, and then it all just went yeah, <laughs> Cool spot from the Amiga back in from in 1990. <laughs> anyway, crazy weird game. <laughs> right, that was our uh, our podcast. You, as always, you can listen to it on SoundCloud.com slash Screenfiends Podcast. And um, yeah, if you haven't already, we upload the topics one by one. And you can check them all out on YouTube, which mm-hmm. I assume you've done because this yes. will probably be the last Please one. Please subscribe. Yeah. Please subscribe, comment, like. Leave a comment. Do whatever you want. Check out screenfizz.net for much more. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> Why do we suck so hard? <laughs> Indubitably. Because we don't want to stop. We just get into no. it. And then we have to stop. Please. Please. Can we just keep going? No, we have to stop. Mm. We have to stop. Thank you for listening. Yes. And watching. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>